Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website at BeatitudesChurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. We're number one. We're number one. We're number one. That chant echoed throughout the gymnasium. And if you had been there, if you were sitting in the bleachers and heard and watched this team jumping up and down, running around the court, proclaiming, we're number one, you would have thought they had just won the state high school girls basketball. And you would have been wrong. That was not the feat that they were proclaiming. They were proclaiming they were number one because they had won one game. Now, why? Well, the team that I was coaching had not won a game for four years. Not one game. And the excitement of having that victory was overwhelming. And they stood up and jumped around as if they had won the state championship. But I believe they were celebrating at that moment far more than just the win. I think they were celebrating the victory that had come from within themselves. Four years. When the, athletic directed me, when the athletic director hired me to be the head coach, he told me, he said, Tony, he says, if you can get one win this season, you will have been successful. I looked at him and I said, if I only get one win this season, I quit. We won one game that season. The second year, we doubled it. We won two games. But I think the thing that they were celebrating, the reason they were claiming they were number one was because they had bought in the, into the idea that when it came to basketball, they were going to do their best. It didn't matter if it was conditioning, when we ran wind sprints, when we made them run up and down a hill, they did their best. Didn't matter if they came in first or if they came in last. Didn't matter. Had they done their best? Every single practice was evaluated based on that idea. Today, in practice, did you do your best? That's what it was all about. You see, if you do your best in conditioning, if you do your best in practice, then when it comes to the game, it is far easier to be successful and to do your best if you've done it before. And that's what they were celebrating. They had done their best. They had done their best all season, anticipating this game that might give them that victory. They were celebrating the joy that comes from doing our best at all times. 
when I shared this idea to them, I recognized that it wasn't anything new. Other coaches, they had done it. They'd encouraged their players to do their best. I wasn't the first. And in fact, if you go back far enough in time, you realize that this idea of doing one's best has been around for thousands of years. It's just been captured with different words. You can find this idea in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10, where it says the following, Whatever task comes your way to do, do it with all your strength. Do it with all your might. Do it with all your power. Do it with all your ability. Just do your best. Why? Because in Sheol, where you will end up going, there is neither working nor planning, neither knowledge nor wisdom. The writer is seeking the wisdom and sharing that with others when he simply says, you've only got so long to live. You have to decide. You have to count the cost of doing your best or not. You've only got one chance. You have today. No guarantee for tomorrow. So whatever it is today that you are doing, are you willing to do your best? What are the benefits of that? Why? Why even do your best? Why not settle for being mediocre? Why not be mediocre in your mediocrity? Why do your best? I would like to offer you three reasons. Perhaps the writer of Ecclesiastes may have been aware of, or maybe not. But I'd like to offer you three for your consideration. Motivation for today that you will do your best, no matter what it is that you are going to be doing. Here we go. Number one, when you do your best, you silent your inner critic. I think you know what I'm talking about. We all have that inner critic, that voice within us that is always telling us where we've gone wrong, what mistakes we've made, how we could do better, that we're never going to be good enough. Our best is never sufficient. Always knocking us down a notch. The reality is that, yes, we have our critics outside, but the critic that has the most power in our lives is the critic that's inside of you. What's amazing to me is that there are many people that will ignore the critic outside of themselves and yet give complete attention, complete subservience to that inner critic. But when you do your best, and it doesn't matter what that is, the situation as far as what you're doing, 
when you do your best and the inner critic comes to you and says, hey, no, you really sucked when you did that, didn't you? Instead, you can say, no, I did my best. I put it out all, all on the table. I did my best. One writer in capturing this idea says the following, giving yourself permission when you've done the best to say, I did my best today without judgment is one of the kindest things you can do for yourself. Think about that. One of the kindest things you can do to yourself is to do your best because that will silent that inner critic. Number two, second reason to do your best at all times is you will learn how to accept yourself. You see, when the inner critic has our attention, it's really hard to accept yourself. But if you can silent that and set that aside, then you can accept who you are. Well, some of you may say, well, I did my best, but I wasn't successful. I would reply to you, it, it doesn't matter. You see, when you do your best, when you put out your best effort, that's all that matters. Because doing your best is relative. Your best today may not be the same as your best tomorrow. Depending on what mood you're in, how much sleep you got, if you're sick, or if you're full of energy and excitement, and you're optimistic about that day, putting out your best effort is going to be different. But the reality is, it's still your best. If the focus, instead of being on the end result, if the focus becomes on doing your best and trying to do your best, then it doesn't matter what the results are. It's amazing to me how many of us have bought into the idea that if you do your best, you will get certain rewards. And because we bought into that, what ends up happening is that becomes our motivation. Our motivation for doing our best is so that we will get more money, so that we will get more acclaim. That becomes the reason, that becomes the motive to do your best is because what I get out of it in the end. But when you honestly to yourself say, I have done my best today. When you can say that, it doesn't matter what the results are. It doesn't matter if the results are considered a failure or if the results are considered a success. When you do your best, you learn to accept yourself with a sense of accomplishment. 
Not because you accomplished a certain thing, but because you accomplished what you set out to do, which was to do your best. And then finally, number three. When you do your best, you stop comparing yourself to other people. Do you? Do you compare yourself to other people? I do. When I was learning how to water ski, out on the lake, I would watch other individuals skiing. And I turned to my girlfriend, who is now my wife, and I would say, do I look like that? Do I ski like that? And I wish I could tell you that I grew out of it. No. That tendency is still there. When I'm feeling insecure about myself, when I doubt myself, it's easy to turn and compare myself to other people that are in the same profession that I am, or to compare myself to other fathers, to other grandfathers. And yet, when we compare ourselves to other people, we open the floodgates for that inner critic not only to criticize us, but that critic also turns its eyes and it criticizes others. But if you can truly step back at the end of the day and say to yourself, I did my best today. It doesn't matter what other people have done. The focus is no longer on comparing yourself with another person. It's about being yourself. Being true to yourself. You know, in the Gospels, it doesn't say much about Jesus doing his best. They never have Jesus say in one of the Gospels, and at the end of the evening, Jesus sat upon the rock, and he looked at his disciples and said, did you do your best today? It never says that. So I'm going to stretch a little bit. And I found a text in the Gospel of John that, yes, I'm reading into. But it works for me. And that's why I want to share it with you. In John chapter 6, verse 38, the writer has Jesus say these words. For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of the one who sent me. Think about that. Jesus seemed to be operating on a compass. 
a sense of, of true north. He had a purpose. And he knew what it was. And in using my imagination, I imagine Jesus being the type of person that was so committed to that purpose that every day, didn't matter if he was healing people, if he was casting out demons, if he was speaking to an individual one-on-one, -on -one, or if he was speaking to a large group. At the end of the day, none of that mattered. Because in every single situation, Jesus did his best. In many ways, if that is true of Jesus, I think Forrest Gump was a lot like Jesus. Throughout, when you watch this three-hour movie, one of the things you continually see is that Forrest Gump is given a new opportunity, a new adventure. And he takes advantage of that opportunity. And you'll see throughout the movie that when he faces that opportunity, doesn't matter if he's out trying to catch shrimp playing table tennis, running across America. He is committed to doing his best. And I think one of the things that is so powerful about that movie is that when Forrest Gump does his best, it motivates those around him to do the same. So what about you? What about me? The reality is no one is ever going to know if you did your best. Only you. And only you will reap the benefits of doing your best. When I think about the future of this church, I can take that same principle of doing your best individually and then offer to you collectively. No matter what you face as a congregation going forward, are you committed individually and collectively to doing your best? In the future, no one knows. None of us know the future, individually and even for this church. We can't control that. But you can control, collectively, as a spiritual community, you have control of being your best, of doing your best. That's all that matters. My prayer for you individually and as a congregation is that you will embrace that 
you will enjoy the life that God has given you. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can help us to continue this program by making your donations at BeatitudesChurch.org backslash online dash giving. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society.